On today's episode, we're jumping into another reverse interview where reader Roxanne asks me some of her questions. We're going to talk about paleo-friendly forms of birth control, and then we're also going to talk about how to get that classic paleo glow. Welcome back to another episode of the Fed and Fit Podcast. Today I am joined by Roxanne, who is in DC, Washington, DC. And today is another one of those special episodes where a, a listener slash reader wrote in with a bunch of really good questions, and I wanted to invite her on the show to ask them while we recorded our conversation, because I figured that the answers to her questions and probably the conversation that will evolve over the next 30 minutes could be of benefit to more than just Roxanne. We really feel like it could be of benefit to a bunch of you guys out there. So I hope you enjoyed today's call. I have no idea what question she's going to ask me, so I haven't prepared, um, but I'm going to roll with it and it's going to be a lot of fun. Thanks for coming on the show, Roxanne. Hey, Cassie. Thank you so much for having me. Oh my gosh. The pleasure is mine. I'm so excited <laughs> about this. It's just, I don't like to leave emails unanswered. I don't like to leave questions unanswered. And every once in a while, um, you know, I don't know, somebody asks really good questions. And I think to myself, gosh, I either want to copy and paste this and make it into a blog post, which I never do because that's work, and <laughs> or um, and then this this idea came up and I don't know I haven't decided what we're calling these yet. Listen, by now I've probably decided and I said it in the intro, um, but I don't know if I'm going to call them reverse interviews. You know, where you guys yeah. come on and interview me or a live coaching call. I don't know. We'll play with it. We'll we'll figure it out. But <laughs> anyways, it. I'm gonna. I told Roxanne before I started recording. But what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna just. Hit, pass the virtual baton all the way over to her from Texas to DC and um, let her ask whatever questions she's got for me. I know that she has a fashion blog and so I'm sure some of her questions are going to be related to that. Her website, if you're curious about Roxanne, it's glassofglam.com. She told me before the show. I haven't looked it up yet, but I think it's a really, really clever name. So congratulations on that. <laughs> Thank you. Of course. Well, ask away, Roxanne. I'm here for you. Thank you, Cassie. Well, okay, I started eating paleo in about May of this year, and it's been awesome. It's been life-changing. Like I, It's the greatest thing I've ever done for myself and my body. Awesome. But um, I've been struggling lately with acne, and no matter how much I exercise, how much I eat right with paleo, drink water, I feel like I'm always bloated, and I just can't get that glow that so many paleo women have achieved and that you know, you and Diane San Filippo have have, and I really want that. And part of that is because I have my fashion blog, glassofglam.com, which is supposed to be about feeling good and feeling confident. But you know, if I don't feel that way, then I want my, I don't know if my readers would actually feel confident in feeling that way either. So um, I think that it could be an IUD, um, intrauterine device mm -hmm. that I've been using. Um, it's a form of birth control. Um, yeah. so I just wanted to ask you, um, what the paleo stance is on birth control and the hormones associated with them. Oh, gotcha. That's right. Now I remember your question from the email. <laughs> <laughs> I know that was kind of a roundabout way of asking, but there's so much, you know, in being a female that goes into your life and different hormones and things that we experience. And, you know, I just 
thought that I would ask you that yeah. question. <laughs> That's a great question. It's a really, really good question, Roxanne. And it's something that I come across a lot with my one-on-one clients. Uh, back when I had one-on-one clients, <laughs> then <laughs> when that evolved into the project, um, which the online one is opening up soon, and we'll reopen some of those conversations. But it really is, it's a question that comes up over and over again. So I'm going to tackle it in a couple different ways. First, I want to tackle the concept of, you know, whether it's paleo or not. And you've probably already heard this, and you pro- this is probably going to be old news for you, but, you know, there really aren't any rules. There's, there really aren't any hard and fast rules on what is and is not paleo. Um, there's some generally accepted parameters, right? Paleo means eat um, somewhat as our ancestors would, unadulterated food. We're going to avoid a lot of those highly genetically modified, um, highly sprayed foods, things that are inflammatory. So those include, you know, typically, of course, you know, there's grains and conventional dairy and um, artificial sweeteners and all that stuff. So those are some of the widely accepted parameters of paleo. But how paleo applies to folks in a lifestyle, like what mm-hmm. detergent do you use? And... Um, you don't know. <laughs> what are some other <laughs> ones? Whether you ride your bicycle or drive a car or, you know, whether you decide to take prescription medications, that really is an answer that's kind of a to each his own, a suum quique, as those Latin <laughs> nerds said. Um, oh. <laughs> that's so nerdy. My brain went there. Um, and it's been, it's been like, what, 15 years since I took Latin and it never leaves you. Um, Okay, sorry, I digress. So, you know, that's just to kind of set the basis for my answer for you is there really aren't any hard and fast rules on prescription medications in the context of the paleo world, okay? So we can kind of, I feel like that's kind of a sigh of relief. And maybe maybe this is obvious to you, but maybe some listeners, that's good information, that's brand new information. You know, if they're worrying about subscribing to this dietary direction that is paleo, they wonder how maybe that has an umbrella over the rest of their lives and whether they're doing it right or wrong. And that can kind of feel like a lot of pressure, you know? Like, am I, right. doing, am I doing this right in these other areas of my life? Um, so I think it's, I want to, I want folks to feel a little bit liberated and know that that's, paleo doesn't care. Some paleo people care. We, we joke and we call them the paleo police, but we're just going to pretend they don't (laughs) exist because it doesn't really matter that much. What does matter, and this is getting to my answer, is it's honestly, it's a question that you have to answer for yourself. There are a lot of folks, for example, who um, have autoimmune diseases and they have, and there are certain medications that they are on right now and it's it, they just have to. They're working in conjunction with a medical doctor and it's really just a team effort. You know, they're tackling it through nutrition, but they're also tackling it through modern medicine. So, you know, you kind of have to make that balance and that decision for yourself as far as using what what detergent are you going to use. That's another one. You know, you just have to make that decision for yourself. So when it comes to medications like an IUD, I have to ask, is it an, a hormonal IUD or one like a copper? Yeah, it's a hormonal one. A hormonal IUD. Um, you know, I think that that's, it's a... It doesn't fall under the paleo question, but it falls into the is it right for you question. If you suspect 
that it's having an impact on your skin and your overall well-being and how you're feeling, then maybe it's not right for you. Something that I try to encourage people to break out again of like the paleo, <laughs> the daunting paleo chains or the clean living <laughs> chains or the, gosh, am I doing this right? You know, am I keeping up with the clean Joneses? <laughs> I know. You know. It's so hard because I'm always looking for answers, you know, and I, totally I want a quick it. fix, but um, sometimes you just have to do some little experimenting with yourself. Exactly, exactly. And and I know you know that. I knew you knew that. But and it's like the it's it's one of those answers that it's probably the most annoying answer to get <laughs> where I'm like I don't have an answer for you. Yeah. <laughs> because you have the answer. Um and at the end of the day that's that's the truth. You know, a hormonal IUD might be right for somebody out there and they may feel great on it and it and it jives with their budget, it jives with their goals, it jives with their balance between you know, living a conventional lifestyle in a, in a modern day and trying to live something that's more holistic and free from toxins, you know, wherever that balance swings for you is where you're going to fall. So it sounds to me like you're leaning towards wanting to nix the hormonal IUD. And that's, I mean, that's not a wrong decision to sway. It's not a wrong decision to not sway that way either. So I encourage you to go chat with your doctor, you know, and see if there's other methods. Um, it's possible that it's having an impact on your skin, so it is possibly linked. And if that's something that you're wanting to look at, then maybe try to entertain the idea of hormone-free birth control, you know, and those can be just physical blocks, whether that's another copper IUD. Um, there's a lot of people out there, Liz Wolf, for example, who has uh, realfoodliz.com, and she's working on this awesome program called Baby Making and Beyond. She and I were <laughs> chatting about it, and she really, she kind of leans toward the direction of, you don't really want to put anything in there, you know, whether it's a tampon or an IUD. You know, we kind of just want to keep all of the synthetic materials out of our, our lady parts for lack oh. of being a professional, <laughs> you know, whatever it is. But try to keep things as natural as possible and maybe lean on more physical blocks, which would be like a, a condom. You know, I'm sorry, kiddos, if anyone's listening right now. Um, but something like that is, I think, a direction that she tends to lean. And maybe those are latex-free. Maybe they're what are the other ones? Lambskin, all that good stuff. I don't so, know. Um, anyways, that's kind of a very roundabout answer of saying, um, answering your question. I hope I didn't get too personal with you, but um, oh, no. you know, it's really at the end of the day, if you suspect that it has a link and you are slightly uncomfortable, then it's definitely okay to think about removing it. Great. You know, I'm kind of relieved with your answer, actually, because, you know, if there was a rule, yes or no, then it might, I might be more conflicted about it. Totally. Good. I'm glad. I'm yeah. glad that was helpful. Thank you, Cassie. Yeah, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any other questions for me? Oh, that was it. I just, you know, just wanted to talk about birth control. <laughs> That's awesome. That's a really great, great question. Um, and then when it comes to skin stuff, I also kind of want to note, you know, starting paleo back in May of 2016. So we're May, June, July, August, September, October. So we're six months in. Yes. Does that sound right? Um, you know what? The body can take a really long time to heal, especially from the gut, uh, just leaky gut, things like that. If that's something you suspected that you were suffering from at the beginning where you would have bloating and maybe some food intolerances, uh, maybe some headaches or various symptoms that might have come up from that. Um, it can take a long time to heal a truly broken gut. So don't be too hard on yourself. That could also be a link to maybe the acne as well. Um, sometimes when we, if we really have a considered effort trying to heal, I think the fastest 
a gut can heal is four weeks, 28 days, right? That's when how most nutrition programs are geared to get folks jump-started onto this, into this direction. Like my project is 28 days and that's really the oh. fastest someone can go wow. through it. It can take on average three months so 90 days, if not more, way more. So if you're, if you may feel good, but at the end of the day, I like to tell folks that my paleo quote, paleo transformation took about nine months. So, oh, wow. you know, and that was, and it was not overnight. And, um, and I had my ups and downs cause I am a slow learner and had to figure things out for myself, which I tried to relay now in a blog and share all of my <laughs> secrets. Um, yes. But, you know, don't be hard on yourself. And it may be that your your stomach is entirely, isn't entirely healed. Um, and there may still be some intestinal permeability and there may still be some foods that are slightly aggravating that are turning, that are showing up on your skin. So whenever I tend to break out, I, my first association is what did I eat? You okay. know, so, and it definitely may be the hormonal, um, IUD, but it could also, it could also be food and it could be, yeah. um, and it doesn't mean that you're going to be sensitive to those foods forever because if we have in high intestinal permeability, we, um, let's see, for example, I've worked with some people who were suspect that they were, uh, couldn't tolerate eggs. Okay. okay. And they ha were enduring, they were trying to heal their gut at, the, at that time. And they knew that eggs aggravated their system. They felt bloated. Um, they would have a lot of intestinal gas, you know, and some pain and maybe even some acne, some skin problems. Um, and so they eliminated eggs for a considerable amount of time, healed their gut, like really focused on healing their gut meaning just a very anti-inflammatory protocol, tried to not eat aggravating foods as much as possible. Um, enjoyed not lots of like nourishing healing foods like homemade mineral broth, bone broth, things that really yeah. help heal. And then they were able to reintroduce eggs and eat them like a champ because wow. their body was that inflammation cascade that had been triggered, kind of like your body's already teed up to defense, right? And so okay. we get inflamed more quickly than we would if we were just, you know, healthy as a horse. Now, every once in a while, I can encounter wheat gluten and be able to bounce back much more quickly than I could when I first started. And it doesn't have that much of an impact any, on me anymore because my, my gut is really, really strong and really healthy. So know that that could also be a link. There could be some foods that you're just exceptionally sensitive to right now just because you're still at the beginning of your healing journey. And once we keep getting that gut healed, don't feel like you have to do anything crazy to make it happen. Just go easy on yourself. Okay. Um, and do those general steps and wellness things about paleo that you well know, um, avoiding those inflammatory foods, get lots of sleep, drink lots of water, all the things that you were talking about. And then if you suspect that maybe some foods, whether it's grass-fed dairy or eggs or nuts and seeds, if you think that those are giving you a problem, you feel a little bit more bloated afterwards, maybe try removing those for a little while and see how your, how your skin responds. And I have a feeling that you won't have to live without them forever, you know, but just okay. kind of see how your skin responds. And after you start to feel better, you can throw them back in for a little bit, see how you react. If you react fine, then you know you're over that healing hump and you oh. can go on living your happy, healthy life all over again. <laughs> oh. You know, I think you're absolutely right. I think you're right. It's only been six months. Maybe I'm kind of jumping the gun and I'm still in the healing phase. I, I think that 
like a light bulb just went off in my head. <laughs> good, good. Yeah, don't, you know, and that's so common because we are we are the society and I'm speaking of myself, right? I mm-hmm. dieted for years. I was like, well, what am I going to do this next 30 days? Mm-hmm, what am I going to do this next 45 <laughs> days, you know? Yeah. And we expect the results to begin and end in 30 days. And, yeah. and the truth of the matter is with true healing when something is truly long-term where you get that kind of sustainable glow you know so to speak it really comes from a long concert like conceited effort where you're really I don't know you're not you're you're not perfect but you're diligent about trying to make more progress and keeping it at the top of your mind and then slowly things will start to change honestly I really didn't totally heal my skin um I healed it from the inside, but it didn't heal from the outside until this past year when I finally found beauty products that worked for my skin, you know? And so not all is lost. And I was paleo for almost eight years before that. Wow. So um, I'm not saying it's it's a trial and error. It's a process. That's for sure. It really is. It really is trial and error. So don't be down on yourself. You can have that happy, healthy glow from the inside and your readers will resonate with that. And that comes from... I think just having confidence in yourself and giving yourself some grace, you know, yeah. and knowing that everything's going to be okay. If if you're constantly doubting yourself and worried that you're making the wrong decisions, which I know you're not, but if you were, then that's when it comes across as maybe the tone of voice that you you're not you're trying to not relay. So, I think you're going to be great and you're going to go through ups and downs. I go through ups and downs all the time. And <laughs> you know, and I try to just just like you always make sure I'm putting my best foot forward when it comes to what I'm producing for the blog. Um, and it holds you accountable in a really cool way. So anyways, I've just been jabbering um, your sweet ears <laughs> off, but that's that's essentially my very, very long answer. I think that it could be diet, it could be hormonal, um, but at the end of the day, I would say just take a deep breath. Everything's going to be okay. Keep experimenting little by little and know that lots of water and lots of sleep and really go a long, long ways in this whole journey. Thank you, Cassie. You know, I wrote it down. You you said not perfect, but diligent. I really like that. That resonates with me. <laughs> awesome. I'm so glad. Good, good. That's Thank you. really great. Of course, girl. Well, I'm here for you. I know that this probably helped some. I hope it did. I hope this helps some listeners. And if it did, um, I would love to know. Roxanne and I would love to know. <laughs> <laughs> um, go to fedandfit.com to the show notes where we'll have a full transcript of today's mini show. Um, but leave a comment down below and, and holler maybe uh throw some love Roxanne's way um but I really think that I think this is an important issue and we talked all around it but essentially at the end of the day your body knows you best right and what's going to be right for your body isn't going to be right for somebody else so just keep that in mind paleo find your perfect plan you know it doesn't have to be squeaky clean paleo it's going to be Roxanne's perfect plan <laughs> so um i think that's awesome you're on a great path you're asking really great questions and i'm excited to see where you go from here with glass of glam thank you cassie you're so welcome thanks for coming on the show and everybody will be back again next week <laughs>